welcome to Wisdom, Love, and Beauty, a podcast for the soul and the home of dangerous wisdom. This is Dr. Nikos, your friendly neighborhood soul doctor, and we've come to the final contemplation of Yijing insights for this week. Our main figure for this week is hexagram 26, the great accumulates. We've spoken about this as letting our highest virtue accumulate virtuosity for us. It's such an interesting notion. Why should we do the work if we just stay in touch with our very highest value, our very highest virtue? By staying in touch with it, the virtue goes to work in our life and becomes virtuosity. Last time we contemplated Yi Jing's advice in relation to this, to give up all our doing. There's nothing we can do for this great accumulation. Yi Jing went so far as to tell us to take the axle off the cart. And that advice gets reinforced in the relating figure. We had two moving lines, and those lines give us the relating figure of hexagram 52, which is stillness. In one sense, stillness is a phase of change. There is a time of stillness. Sometimes we think that if things are still, it means nothing's happening, but there's a time of stillness. When we throw a ball straight up into the air, for instance, it goes up, and for just a moment, it stops. We don't always appreciate that, that the ball comes to a complete stop, and then it comes back down. And that illustrates how stillness is a phase of life, a phase of activity. There's also a stillness that is not in opposition to any movement. In fact, we find that stillness at the heart of every movement. That stillness is there for the whole cycle of the ball being thrown, going up, pausing, and coming back. The stillness is there the whole time, that stillness. Now this hexagram seems to give us psychophysical pointers for touching that spiritual kind of stillness. It's fascinating, really. The Yijing speaks of stillness in the back, in, in our body. The back is still. And Yijing says, sort of gives the sense that when the back is still, then the body drops away. The philosopher Dogen taught the experience he called Shinjin Datsuraku. That's the dropping away of body and mind. In meditation, we sit with our back still. And if we just do that and relax, the body and mind fall away. And we find that we are Stillness. We don't sit there and try to hold ourselves still. It won't work. 
And Yijing's advice here goes beyond formal meditation. Formal meditation practice has to do with directly experiencing the reality of non-doing. And we could say the single obstacle to transformative insight from the practice of meditation is doing. If we do anything, we cover over our true nature. You can't do being yourself. We can't do reality because reality is just what is. And all doing covers it over. So in meditation, all we have to do is relax and let go of all our doing. In our ordinary activity, it's easy to get confused. We get hooked by the activity itself. We start grasping after ends. Our doing is so habitual that we don't notice all the bracing, tensing, halting, holding, rushing, and all the rest of it. We may not notice it, but it's there. Sometimes we get glimpses. We realize that we're getting worked up. We're grasping after something. But a lot of times we just get pulled into the activity. We don't see the doing at work. But we can begin to sense it, and we can sense it in our back. That's what Yijing invites this week. Yijing invites us to sense our back, to feel the spine, and to notice if it's long and free, or if we're pulling on it in some way. When we tense or hold our breath, we can feel it. If we just stay present with the spine, the back. We can touch stillness and non-doing by letting the spine be free and easy, long and spacious. It's a very precise experience. It's the kind of thing that you really have to learn one-on-one. It defies explanation. It needs body-to-body, mind-to-mind kind of transmission. Nevertheless, we can all attend to our back. It's not like we we are bereft of opportunity for insight. We can find insight right here, right now. We can begin to sense the doing that shows up in our body and mind by just staying present with our back. It can be the whole of your back, maybe the lower back, just behind the heart or the neck. It's a really convenient place. There are a lot of proprioception centers around the neck. And when you pick up a cup of tea or coffee, stay with the back. You can feel it. You can feel if you tense. You can feel what happens there. Even picking up your phone. We pick up our phones a lot. If we pay close attention, we can sense whether we're doing. I mean, we all are doing. The question is, can we sense it? Can we begin to let there be some spaciousness and joy, really, in the back? So this weekend, try and practice mindfulness of the spine and back when you walk, when you reach for things, when you sit, when you speak. Keep your awareness with the back and let your back stay back, so to speak. I kind of start letting the, the back get into things. It moves forward as if 
it has to creep ahead of us. Our head sometimes creeps forward or slouches forward. You can notice that. You can notice if you jut your forehead out or your chin out to make a point rather than just speaking, letting the words work, keeping the spine long. And you might notice if you pull your shoulders up when you get anxious about something. All of this. And we do these sorts of things for the sake of our highest values. That's what this week is about. To do this kind of practice and everything for the sake of our highest virtue. Our virtues cannot become our fullest virtuosity if we remain tense in our spine or if we allow the doer in us to constantly force its way in rather than letting the virtue work through us. The doer tries to become our virtuosity and it can't ever be our true and fullest virtuosity. We can let our virtues accomplish things while we remain still. It's a bit of a paradox, but it's also one of the highest spiritual truths. We'll have more Yijing insights next week. In the meantime, if you have questions, reflections, or stories of synchronicity to share, send them in through dangerouswisdom.org, and we might bring some of them into a future contemplation. Until then, this is Dr. Nikos, your friendly neighborhood soul doctor, reminding you that your soul and the soul of the world are not two things. Take good care of them.